0: In the year 20XX, tree palmer Jeremy Berkeley and podcaster Kevin Weir must journey to find the most valuable bonsai in the world to repair their friendship and maybe save the human race.
1: Wait, wait, wait sorry, what was that last part?
0: Hey Jeremy. Hey Kevin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Oh man.
0: <laughs> it's been a- quite a world out there. Yeah. You. You sound like you're fatigued, Kevin. Ah, uh, <laughs> I've I've given up all uh,
1: all illusions <laughs> that I have anything uh, working for me. I'm sleeping on the couch behind my. My desk. So, literally, I just go and lie down there when the day is over. And when the day begins, I get up and start working on the computer. And then. May I suggest going outside? I do go outside. Unfortunately, I tend to do that after the sun has already gone down. I'm mm. effectively a vampire.
0: May I suggest a more controlled sleep schedule?
1: Oh. I mean, it's already controlled by the fact that I have to, you know, wake up in the morning to, you know, work at my
0: job, which I'm doing remotely. So here's my question, Kevin. Yes. Uh, y- you have a bedroom. I do. Why it's- are why are you not using it? <laughs> it's
1: because the bed is currently covered in all of the crap from my closet. Because I clear, I started clearing out my closet because I wanted to do get it done. I just get stuff out of there and maybe and maybe I was also thinking of because it's a small confined space that I could easily uh fill with some like foam or even put the clothes back in there. Closets are actually really good places to do voice recordings. Yeah. Uh so I was thinking of maybe doing some stuff there, that and there. I think about halfway through until all the the uh momentum and motivation left me. And now there's just a whole bunch of uh, crap on my bed, which I should and, and, the-
0: and instead of going up and clearing it off, you sleep on the couch downstairs. Well, it's it's become this thing where it's 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 not a thing, it, Kevin. Well, I'm, not not le- I'm not letting you make an excuse. It's the we-
1: no, no, no. Here's my excuse. It's the weirdest- <laughs> no, no excuses. <laughs> All right, here's my explanation. It's the weirdest um, balance between uh, between this ambient hope and this. Absolute c- crushing lack of motivation because part of me is like, I don't want to put it back in the closet because maybe I'll actually do the thing I said I would do. Uh. You want
0: to know my advice, Kevin? What? Just sleep in your bed on top of the things you put on there's, there. There's a guitar on there. Yep. that That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just, You're just, sleeping on top of it, Kevin, because guess what? If you only let yourself sleep in your bed and don't give yourself an out for the couch, you'll move that stuff. Just sleep atop
1: it like the Trash King? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ah, look upon my
0: subjects. Here's another option, Kevin. Move the stuff from your bed to the couch.
1: (laughs) The couch is all the way in the basement. Well, I'm just... I'm spitballing trying to improve your sleep life. I don't... know. my sleep life is fine. The couch is super comfortable. Mm. It's... Look, I'm not... I am not saying that I'm sleeping poorly because I don't think that I am. My... My huh thing was just that <laughs> I live in one room, which many you know what, Ke- people Kevin, do.
0: I, I really think you need some sort of like Nanny McPhee or Mary Poppins to come by and really shape you up. Oh, man, if they do all the work, then that would be great. Nope, they're yeah. going to teach you to do the work.
1: No, what I want them to do is I want them to come in, fix everything, leave, then come back and do that thing the reality shows do where they're like, let's see how they're doing. Six months later, they come back and I'm lying upon a, a throat of monster energy. drinks, just like, you left me. <laughs> <laughs> you left me like this. And they're like, we taught you how to do all the things. like, you used magic. That's not <laughs> fair. You summoned penguins to Liter- clean the
0: room. Literally, all I did was say treat yourself with something sweet when you're done god damn it i'm not even magical (laughs) (laughs) all right mary poppins who's not magical well kevin let's save you from your lack of motivation and instead use the internet to come up with ideas for us
1: (laughs) yes uh there's Definitely, this is not harder than anything I've ever written before, having to use random (laughs) generators. This is definitely the easier path that we're taking. This
0: requires no thought at all, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we just let the computer do the work for us.
0: Yeah, if you Uh, haven't caught on, uh, we're doing a third space world generator today.
1: Yeah, so uh, I headed out into the backyard, I plugged in the cord on my side.
0: I put on my wireless
1: helmet. Yep, because I use a cord and Jeremy's wireless. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to. It's a machine that lives in our imagination and in my backyard.
0: Yes, your imaginary but real backyard.
1: My imaginary but real backyard. I mean, if I haven't seen it in
0: uh, weeks, does it really exist? I don't know. Exactly. If a number never ends, is it real? Um... (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Uh, So there's a couple things that go into this. First, we have several generators off the internet. One generator that we made. uh, (laughs) And uh, it's going to tell us different things about the world, and we've got to make it all fit together. Absolutely. Before Uh, we get started, though, it needs a spark of creative energy, and so I must improvise a theme song.
1: Yes, please, sing into your wireless uh, helmet while I uh, wind up this chord over here. We're working with different technology levels.
0: Well, you know, we got to meet somewhere in the middle. All right, crank it up. Time for the telegraph. Um, (coughs) do, 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 do. Do we're gonna make a world tonight for all you guys and gals out there. We're gonna use the internet randomly just so that it's fair. You're gonna have a good time tonight with this world we make for you. And we promise we'll do the best we can to make sure it it, it isn't poo. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a good one. <laughs> uh, that was like a full, uh, we, we could put uh, credits underneath that. <laughs> all of us, lo- all, just, both of us just looking up and over our shoulders and just sort of smiling, I guess. Are you,
0: are you saying you haven't been isolating all these theme songs so we can release an album later, Kevin? Um <laughs> no. Okay, well, maybe get started <laughs> should, on that. Yeah. Um uh okay, right. Kevin. <laughs> hit hit with that first generator.
1: Let's let's begin with our custom-made uh genre feeling <laughs> generator. Yeah. Where we generate a random uh genre and let's see what we roll. Oh my god. It's yes. a mashup.
0: Oh, great. So rolled, we haven't I, had a mashup yet. I rolled a 30, which which <laughs> means we rolled twice. Yeah, which means we we now have to mash up two narrative styles.
1: Yeah, and I have a question. If I roll a 29 or a 30 again, does that mean that there's a mashup within the mashup?
0: Yes. Yes, it does, Kevin. Oh,
1: God. Jeremy, this could be <laughs> turtles all the way down. It could be. Okay. Let's roll again. See what we get. Okay. So that one is Political. Okay. All right. It's a political fantasy.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. That is not two genres I ever thought would be right next to each other. So political fantasy. Now,
1: when we talk about the political genre, it, what's a political genre?
0: Well, a political genre is generally a story, usually a film, mm-hmm. uh, in which it focuses on – the tension inherent in negotiation and stakes that are usually like country level at least,
1: yeah, and I know there's usually political stuff is very high high stakes things, but they're dealt with through really talking and negotiation, like we're not talk- when this this is is the sort of thing where. You are not going to be, like, oh, it's going to be at the level of, like, oh, a uh, oh terrorist threat or, oh, a nuclear crisis. But it's not going to be dealt with Gerard Butler swinging into the room with a no, no, machine gun is, in one hand.
0: You don't send Rambo in. <laughs> no, you send, the like, a negotiator.
1: Yeah. You also um, don't send the negotiator in because – No, no.
0: No. You send a negotiator. A
1: negotiator (laughs) who will actually negotiate.
0: Yeah, you're not sending in a Jack Bauer type. Nope. Um, nope. (laughs) The the other type of political thriller is that there is a loophole in international law that allows someone to do something badly. Yeah. uh, That is against the law, but get away with it. Yeah. And so then it becomes a story about... Finding a way to close that loophole to saying still bring that person to justice.
1: Yeah, I think the thing what we're getting getting through here is that when we talk about political, when we we talk about just political, just a the genre of political, we're not talking about was it Jack Reacher where there's a lot of political implications, but it's really an action film. We're talking about The West Wing.
0: Yeah, no. If if we if we were talking about um, you know about, Jack about- Ryan, it would be a political thriller.
1: Yeah. We're, um, talking, yeah, we're talking. we're talking about. Um, well, I mean, I don't even know the be political thriller. I know they they tend to put they sometimes put those under political thriller. Really, those are political action. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um. Same thing with all those has fallen, uh, films. They're they're political action where they sort of masquerade to get all these explosions and all those shots behind a political.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Game. No, we we are talking West Wing. We're talking House of Cards. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Where, where where that doesn't mean it's not dangerous, like as House of Cards is a lot more violent than uh West Wing is, but Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh and, and Kevin, the second part of this is fantasy. Yes. So let's go over what we mean when we say fantasy. Now, I I I kinda wanna cut this off with the pass. I know
1: when people think, oh, political fantasy, Game of Thrones, no, that is low fantasy. When we roll fantasy, we go fantasy.
0: That's right. Yeah. There's we're magic, tra- there's monsters, there's different like energies going around the world. Yeah. We we are talking about
1: big high fast. We're, we're we're talking we're mm-hmm. essentially at this point we're talking about sort of a world that runs like I guess the council from Lord of the
0: Rings. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like imagine Lord of the Rings but the entire movie is just on the high council. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Just um, being like,
1: ah, the corn tariffs have uh, risen <laughs> sharply in the past year. Sauron has
0: closed his borders to trade. What shall we do with this embargo?
1: Um, <laughs> and people watching it are like, uh-huh. Uh, yes. I um, mean, it's also a lot of the prequels for uh, Star Wars, except for instead of all high-tech stuff, it's fantasy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, that That's what we're aiming for here. Um so we have to do our best, Kevin, to make a fantasy world that fits the political genre well and, and not only that, it has to be a fantasy
1: world where the nature of the world strives it towards communication versus like outright battle like the battles can occur, but it has to be very clear that really the Really, it's about the talking
0: rather than the actions.
1: Yes, because we know that. Yes, uh, when you look back, the the battles that are fought, you know, they're usually in usually in political thrillers. The battles are fought elsewhere, but yeah, the trying- battles are fought
0: elsewhere, but the results are impacted by what people said and did.
1: Yes, so we sort of have to try to make a world that is naturally inclined to doing that. And the Which I, okay I have right.
0: some ideas, Kevin, but I do think we should get our next generator going. You mean um, the mood? Yes.
1: Yes, what is the mood of this world? Because the thing is a political has so, many mood, like, so much mood already baked into it. It does. So whatever we roll here is going to be kind of... It's uh, it's
0: this might be a bigger wrench than our aesthetic generator uh, for the first time. <laughs>
1: it might be. It's also exactly one
0: word. Okay, so what is it, Kevin? The mood is creative. Oh, that's actually great for us. Perfect. Yeah, because th- this is th- basically what it means is that uh, this world is all about finding the solution that nobody expects.
1: Yeah, they're, like they're, it's got to be something that. That's, this is where where you where respect comes from doing something. People are like, "Oh, wow, that was such a a, a bold move you just did." What a this this is a bunch of goddamn chess nerds. Again, really pumped when someone pulls off some crazy
0: play. I mean, th- this is basically a you world you sacrificed where, your rook and you yeah. Crap. The people read the rule book to like the nth degree and find like the one squeaky part that they can take advantage of. And that's what they get props for.
1: Yeah, the, the thing is that, like, when when I hear political and creative, I almost think that, like this is a world where people people don't really don't, people aren't outright breaking the rules because that's no. like that's boring. Like, yeah, anyone could just break the rules. No, a, a true a true <laughs> connoisseur of this world. Turns knows, the rules
0: to their advantage.
1: Yeah, knows how to play within the rules and do wild things, or find ways to adjust the rules to what they want them to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's finding loopholes or creating situations or new precedents um, to to make the situation have a different meaning. Can I just?
1: I want to take one quick moment here. Just do an aside. Please hold on to anything you were thinking, Jeremy. I don't want to ruin your uh, no train no. Of I, thoughts. I'm
0: done. I'm good.
1: But but, on this website that we use for the mood generator, yeah. they have comments under the mood generator, and it's just people saying what they rolled on the mood generator <laughs> I don't know who you are I don't care you're yeah. just saying things I'm here for my result <laughs> uh, well and that it's not even like it's a though too far, I also know like when, when they do the uh the the like like the BuzzFeed which flintstone are you and everyone just writing beneath what their flintstone is like i don't know you
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't care oh great there's all this info i can do a census on this buzzfeed quiz Uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people are Freds.
0: a lot of uh, people are Freds. not many bettys Uh, gotta get gotta get more barneys in there yeah how the Uh, fuck did you get dino (laughs) okay kevin with that mood i think i can safely say uh what my thought was earlier Absolutely. And that is I think this is a world where bardic magic is the high magic.
1: Oh yes, where where you can actually say things and your the 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 magic of your eloquence, of your Yeah, um, the skill oration. of your
0: oration or the beauty of your music or the cleverness of your script that all goes into how powerful your magic is.
1: I like the idea that this is this is a world where their the magic system is based around like m- like words of power essentially, but not not just like saying the word of power, but saying it in such a way that you can do such you can do such a to kill a mockingbird um independence day type speech that the uh, the reality around you will actually shift because it's like yeah that's real good
0: well here's what i think kevin because it's a fantasy world it has a magic system yeah i think kevin that the laws that the governments of this world abide by are also the laws of magic
1: i mean that makes that makes sense i think yeah so
0: basically if you're if you're skilled at using the laws of the world um, you know that yeah. contributes to your magic. I don't think we should like completely cut off like po- poetic speech and and musical speech or anything as a contributor either. But I think the 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 magic system has the laws of the world, uh, sort of incorporated into it.
1: Well, the the thing with like with all, all with a lot of the political movies is that there is this sense in them that. People play by similar rules. So this world has to be something where the rules are kind of set out for everybody. Like there is there is literally a constant, this is, this is the rule of existence. Yeah. 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 And
0: I, I think what that means, Kevin, too, and it's important to get this out in front before we start talking about details, is that this is a world where you cannot be a sophist. Um, Because if you do, if you are speaking without belief, I don't think your words are going to have much power. Uh, mm, I think you you at least need to have belief in the end goal of what you're saying. Uh, Like you might be saying some questionable things. I'll allow that. Mm hmm. Uh, but you know, if you if you don't believe in the end goal, if you're not in it for like, you know, nobody can bribe you basically to do something unless it's to the point where you actually do really care about it. Okay, that that's that's interesting. So,
1: the idea there is that
0: I'm just trying to figure out how that would.
1: Well
0: that the would the the idea is Kevin is that. Um, You know, you need an inherent drive, an inherent belief, an inherent passion of some sort um, connected in some way to the things you're saying. You might not want universal health care. Yeah. But maybe Bernie Sanders has kidnapped your youngest and is demanding that you take his side and that you care about your child. Yeah. So then maybe so so that passion could like contribute to your argument in the magic of this world.
1: Okay yeah no I I I I see that. Um I think if that's the case and this being a fantasy world there does have to be the the dark the necromancy, the dark magic, the the ability for someone to essentially usurp the laws because that is our idea of in the political world that people who are working who are doing illegal things and doing the dark things.
0: Well, um, you know you know what I was thinking Kevin. Yeah. If everybody who's Following the system as written is a bard. Yeah, I think Kevin. People who are breaking the rules of the system can only be warlocks. I mean, we can call them whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but but I don't think they have like patrons. What I think is, it works until you get caught, and then there's a backlash. No, I I agree. I
1: think I think it's the sort of thing where it is a it is almost like a type of illusionary. Uh, magic, the dark magic, which is, allows you to um, to do all the bardic stuff without actually believing in any of it. But the drawback is once you are dis- once once your crimes have been brought to light, oh, you oh lose I, the I power. have such a good
0: yeah, I have such a good idea, Kevin. And it goes right with you. I think yeah. if you get caught doing that, like the world literally strips you of your ability to do magic. Yeah,
1: yeah, you are it is It's a real
0: Odin Thor situation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and like you could potentially uh get it back maybe by doing a lot of good. <laughs> They'll be like, "Well, maybe you could you could maybe get the ability to do the uh the bardic side of things." But like once you once you take this warlock, this dark dark path, it's it's just it 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 breaks you. <laughs> You are you are forever not, not only that just distrusted. Maybe
0: well, I mean it's similar to the political world, right? Yeah. Like your word loses meaning to those who hear it. Yeah, and you can certainly regain some measure of credibility through actions. Yeah, um, the most powerful of which is a sincere, contrite, true apology. But you know, most people can't do that.
1: Well, and uh, well, the problem is that maybe as this uh, world goes along, there starts being uh, some sort of people who are constantly being caught for doing warlock lies. Um, and yet yeah. they still somehow – they don't even have, like, the bardic power. Just like other people have the bardic power. <laughs> the guy, yeah, oh, like, that good. you
0: could still be a consultant, right? You could still use your knowledge. You just pre- don't personally have the power anymore. Yeah, give me president.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we We are – We we should probably we have one more generator. We have two more generators generators on this side. We should hit them. We should Um, hit them because we got to figure out what the aesthetic of this world is. Because it might not be a bunch of people in suits. It might
0: not, Kevin. In fact, I would be very surprised if it was. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. All All right. All right. I like this. This is interesting. And what we got here is lace punk. Ooh, lace
0: punk. So dark, dark and colorful laces. I, th- <laughs> well, when I
1: lace, I think lacy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I think
1: I think it's not everyone in suits.
0: What do you I think, think ev- I was talking about? Like green shoelaces and red shoelaces tied up over everybody? No, Got I'm it. talking about doilies, Kevin. So I think this. I think this is a world
1: where, like, I mean, we we said we wanted a world where there was not much fighting. I think everyone's just very
0: delicate. <laughs> <laughs> like every every I, maybe the whole world is delicate, Kevin. Like, it's – yeah. Like, maybe the reason why you can't war is because if you, like, set off a explosion like TNT, yeah, right, like, you'll create a giant crater in the world and the crust will break and it'll be a cataclysm.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful, dude. You got to be careful. Be careful with that. How do we get the punk side in? I mean, punk is all about rebellion, right? Well, I so, mean, like I- – I guess that's sort of the idea, though. So, uh, sorry, I don't. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, go but, ahead. I, but, I mean, really what we're looking at here is this is almost like a dichotomy where the idea is like it's lace. But if you break it, oh, man, is it a rough thing there now.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's also that, like, the idea of punk is the idea of rebellion, right? Yeah. So I think we just need to make this world, Kevin, one where rebellion is important. Um, I think lace is you know, a really good visual indicator. And punk has a whole bunch of visual stuff attached to it, but lace doesn't really have an attitude. Well, I think, I think the
1: idea, uh, maybe what it is is that this, these are literally people, this is a world of people who can through their words, through their voice, literally enact change. Yeah. Like, and that, and, and because of that, and because this world is very beneficial to people who are creative, people who are clever, um, this is this is sort of the idea that these are people who constantly want to rebel against. Maybe, maybe, actually, maybe what we're looking at is that we talked about the warlocks in the dark and you know the 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 lies and the warlocks, the the war lies, the yeah. war lies. <laughs> uh, maybe they, maybe they, they're actually it's very actually easy for them to because they can get so much power without believing in
0: it. They're the ones in charge. I mean that that's quite possible. We could set up the world so that basically, um, you know, the corrupt people are the ones who are on top, and there's a bunch of you know not corrupt people who are trying to overthrow them. Uh, yeah. But but I I just think this world has reinforced sort of to the nth degree brute force does not work here.
1: No, you'll you'll end up you'll end up breaking more than it actually fixes because the world is such
0: a fragile world.
1: Yeah, everyone dresses.
0: Everything is delicate, Kevin, including the situations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
1: Man, you know what? Lace Punk is actually not a bad way to just describe political thrillers in general.
0: It's true. It's true. Because
1: they're always like, this situation is incredibly delicate. We have to take it with care and we have to be very careful every word we say but if we want the world to change, we have to do this. I'm going to start referring to political thrillers as Lace Punk and see when when people start getting angry at me. The, The
0: other thing I really like about Lace Punk is that while Punk has a bunch of like rebellion and like you know, hard lines and images on it. Lace also has, in various points in history, very strong connotations. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, if you're looking at Elizabethan or Victorian times, lace is a displayer of high status. Yeah. uh, But also of being delicate. Um, And then later on, lace basically becomes almost solely the domain of, like, sexy lingerie. Yeah, um, but now it's part of drag and other stuff. Uh, so now it's also kind of rebellious. <laughs> um, so yeah. it, it fits a lot of interesting uh, crossover with punk as well. Yeah, laces laces is anything you need it to be, <laughs> except for when it's not, Kevin. Except for when it's not in. Don't the it breaks don't go outside apart. in the winter uh, in your lingerie.
1: Yeah, it, pro, it, pro yeah. tip. Yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, speaking of winter, we do
0: have one more. We have have the generator that will give us a creature and a detail. Yeah. Uh, So, Kevin, what have we got? What are we working with? Okay. That's actually kind of cute. Small fuzzy
1: creatures move in a concertina-like fashion. I'm going to have to look that up.
0: Yep. Concertina. That sounds like a ballerina type thing, but we'll see. Oh,
1: no. It's like like um, accordions and harmonicas are kind of the reeds.
0: The okay, reeds. so they expand and contract.
1: Yeah, there's there's, I guess they're um, they're like caterpillars. But here's the thing:
0: they produce eerie but beautiful songs. Oh, great! Yeah, there's there's some creepy accordion fuzzy creatures.
1: Yeah, that's actually very lovely. Now here's the thing, though: there are skeletons here that look almost human, but not quite. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> here's here's what I was like, Jeremy. I don't know if I want to touch those skeletons. I just want that to be a fact in this world. Like this is a world of political intrigue and uh, and like discussions and words being able to change the world. And there's this beautiful eerie music going all the time from these tiny fuzzy creatures scuttling around. Also, also there- these are skeletons that don't that
0: kind of look at us, but don't. Uh, we don't talk about them. Okay, well, let's do let's not have any modern conversation about them, Kevin, but I want to throw out a few ancient theories. Because these skeletons have been there since the dawning of this civilization. Well, absolutely. This here's the thing. This is what's going
1: on in the History Channel. This is our ancient aliens.
0: Exactly. Here, give me an episode of Ancient Aliens. Kevin, these skeletons are people who lived on the planet before But they lied too much, and the backlash rended all of their organic flesh from them, leaving only skeletons. See, what you've implied there is that when
1: these war lies, um, the warlock liars – they're, they're li- are are specifically actually damaging the world
0: yeah yeah they're slowly bringing about the
1: apocalypse it th- this is this world's version of global warming is global lying exactly it's not, well it was it's, it's not it's not lying you can lie but it's 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 is it's, war, onto, it's global
0: war lies, Kevin.
1: Yeah, it's it's grasping onto the bardic power to affect reality, to do things, to speak things into existence, and to use power there, but without actually believing in it.
0: Okay, now Kevin, give me your version of that History Channel episode.
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's it because it never airs. <laughs> Because no one wants to talk about them. (laughs) Every so often, they jut up through the sidewalk and someone comes by with a broom and shoves
0: them down and we don't talk about them. I have one for you, Kevin. (laughs) Sure. The entire planet is actually made up of the bones of these things. They just slowly sink into the planet and get melted down by the core.
1: Is that... But why do they? Why do they look almost human, but not quite?
0: But here, I don't. I don't know, Kevin. That's more of like an unseen mysteries one. That's like a that that's like a hoo ha episode.
1: I don't know if someone if someone someone in the world told me that that this world is surrounded with um, all across the world there are skeletons that look almost human but not quite. I'd be like, I think you have a limited view of what a human is. <laughs> <laughs> they look like humans, but not quite. In mm. in what way? They have. Seven uh,
0: have, fingers, Kevin. <laughs>
1: okay, they they have uh they have some some like large uh, nails on the end of their uh, their uh, their legs, and they have four legs. This one and, has a horn. You just, uh, I have a question. <laughs> are you describing an elk to me? Because I swear to God, if you think an elk looks always <laughs> <laughs> human, but not quite, we have another conversation to have here,
0: yeah. Ben. Um, well, Kevin, you know what? We might be able to talk about. These skeletons more once we know what the people of this world are. But that, of course, happens after this commercial.
1: I feel like we know so much about these people already.
0: This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by 100,000
1: Pack of Crayons! There are 6,000 shades of red, 4,000 shades of blue, 5,000
0: shades of black... I know what you're thinking. Black's already a shade. Get out of here, you coward. There's a 100,000 of these. They're standardized size, standardized shape, standardized taste. These aren't your grandma's crayons. In my day, we only had green. Get out of here. Green isn't a color. We have lime, emerald,
1: jade, grass, mantis, mint. That's sexy M&M. Cabbage, grape, pickle, mutant turtles, and evergreen. You said green wasn't a color.
0: Get out of here. It's forever.
1: All right. We've journeyed to the other side of this creation, though. We have talked a lot about the, the things we had beforehand were a lot about the people.
0: Well, it's the nature of political. means that we have to deal with the people.
1: Yeah, but we did a good job of figuring out how this world actually works. Like we, we, we know certain things about the people that kind of have to we have to kind of make work.
0: Yeah, but- we know we know the rules that we have to abide by. Yeah, so let's see. In- including the rules of breaking the rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's see what sort of people are in this world. Yeah, Kevin, hit me. Hit me with the, pe- the people. Okay, this one's
1: a little bit a smaller one. So the appearance of this race is based on a Valkyrie. Okay. okay? Which I think we've had Valkyrie before.
0: We have had Valkyrie before, yeah.
1: Cool. So um, we, I mean, if we want to not do specific Valkyrie, we could also do winged people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think we can we can lean towards winged which, people,
1: which I think works very well with the lace punk because they every, at this point essentially this is a world where everybody's angels except for some of them are about to become fallen angels. Yes, yes. Yeah. They are a civilized race. Well, of course they are. Of course
0: they are. <laughs> you can only solve things using language. <laughs> Their
1: social structure is like that of the lion. Okay. okay. Yeah. So we're talking about prides, which I mean, I guess this in this case the the one who's in charge of the pride is the one who can talk the best. Yeah, absolutely. Now this, <laughs> now we might have to tweak um, our I, our image of them a little bit, though. This really goes in so well with lace punk. Okay, the culture is inspired by the gothic subculture. Awesome. Nice. So, Black lace. <laughs> I have a question. So uh, so people out there, people out there uh, who are listening to us right now, uh whatever when you picture gothic lace, that's exactly what this looks like. Everyone is wearing dresses.
0: Yeah, well, here's the thing, Kevin, cuz we we do have a little bit of wiggle room here. Yeah. We have the gothic that everybody's thinking about, like that gothic, long lace dresses, everything's pale, everything's black. Yeah. Um, You know, everything's kind of got that sort of porcelain edge to it.
1: Yeah, a lot lot of like Baroque stuff and pillars and.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the other gothic that we could choose to pull from is uh, gothic architecture in which everything is spiky and pointed and there's like gargoyles.
1: I was pulling from both. Oh, okay. I was, I was saying the people look like that. The things they build like this this the cathedral to person ratio on this planet.
0: It's is ridiculous. Way, it's way closer than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> most They're, most cathedrals per capita of any world we've made so far? Yeah, and I'm not saying that they all have
1: like religious ceremonies in them, but every you're walking around and you're like I don't know what actually is a cathedral and what someone's house. I guess house. we are
0: setting up these people to be sort of angel-like, so having a lot of cathedrals makes sense.
1: Sure. Um, they are generally uneconomical, which I guess makes sense by the fact of how much they love to build giant cathedrals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: giant cathedrals made out of lace.
1: Is it weird uh, that we're in a political world where they're uneconomical, which means their politics are based on
0: other things? I guess yeah. lying. <laughs> It's well it's true. Basically it's 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 all the game of lies, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my favorite spin-off of the game of life.
1: It's the game of lies where essentially you're going around the board, but every time you hit a spot you have to make a social media post about how much <laughs> you're doing so much better than you actually are. It's like you pull a car, it's like, oh you you lost your job. You tell everyone that you're taking an extended vacation in Maui. <laughs> yeah, that's the game of lies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: they're also humble Okay. I mean, I mean, the best among them are. Yeah, the
0: be- absolutely the best among them are. But the problem is the war lies. Yeah. Well, um, the thing is, is that you know, just like in the real real world, there are people who are fake humble and they're the worst.
1: Yeah. Uh, however, it is worth mentioning they are hateful. Oh. Uh, well, that, that makes sense. You don't want to cross them. It's true. Like if like once once they learn, I mean, it might be like once you learn that they, that this person's war lies, you're canceled.
0: <laughs> you are canceled. It's yeah. true. Yeah. The world cancels you. The world cancels you. But, <laughs> but I think the other important thing about the hateful is that these people that get caught in their war lies, they never have it in them really to, you know, be contrite about it. It's very rare that they actually are. Really is they hate that they got caught. Oh, yeah. That's
1: the thing. Like, If you're the one – if you're willing to do this, if you're willing to usurp the – the way that the world not just the pe- the society but the world actually works if you're willing to and risk and risk everything because you know that the war lies could have you know killed that other the people who look
0: human but aren't i'm going to say yeah. in this
1: case they they look like valkyrie the winged people but aren't
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they look like the people of this planet, but not really.
1: Yeah, because it would be weird if it's like they looked all weird. Hey, 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 Kevin. Hey, yeah. Kevin. What if
0: they just look like people, but they don't have wings?
1: Oh uh, yeah, like <laughs> why don't any of these have any signs of wings? That's so weird. It's so strange, and everybody's like, uh, "Are the uh, those history channel things?" like, yes, yeah, so we believe that they had uh, they had a, a rash of uh, war lies, and eventually the world was destroyed. And then people are like, well, I thought it would like the, the ice caps melted.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it was no. war lies. It was war uh, lies. Um, <laughs> climate change is real. <laughs> um, uh, <sighs> yeah, don't listen to the war lies. Uh, um Okay. So, is there anything else for that race that we need to bring into this world, Kevin? Uh, that's all the stuff we go on the fancy on the on the
1: fantasy race generator. We should talk a little bit about the social structure being that of the lion.
0: Yes, I agree because I think that is the one part that sort of doesn't just immediately slot into yeah. everything else we built. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, no, we we uh we were really handed gently
0: this wild world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So, Kevin, what my thought is is that there are no cities. Okay? Um there are these cathedrals basically. Uh <laughs> on wheels. That... No, 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 Kevin. <laughs> it's lace punk. That's They're true. light enough and delicate enough that the people that live in them can pick them up and fly them around. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah, and and you know what else,
1: Kevin? That's gothic as fuck. I mean, everybody just sort of puts on straps, flies out the roof, and then just lifts up. And it's just this, God, this, like, real, real gothic cathedral with all of its spires. Gargoyles. Gargoyles and balustrades. I don't know if that's the right term. Uh, Just flying through the sky with a bunch of, like, gothic... Yeah, gothic, <laughs> a bunch of like black lace wearing winged people. Yeah, this this is a painting you find in the basement of a monastery, and you're just like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> you know what else it is, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, it's a painting that somebody puts on the front of their black metal cover. <laughs> that's 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 true. This yeah, <laughs> this this is a Dio album. And I'm uh, imagining
1: it's, it's all done in like you know oil on canvas, and it's yeah. very well made. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a cathedral being carried, and it's across like they they obviously have to do that to get across the landscapes that have been destroyed, by, you know by the war lies. So yeah. it's like like fire and <laughs> <laughs> ragged ground.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this eerie music by the fuzzy accordion creatures. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: All the I would, by the way, once I learned that they uh they kinda of moved like um like accordions, I just imagine the music comes from the moving.
0: Exactly. Absolutely it does, Kevin. <laughs> Now, now hold on, because I just want everybody to take this image and, like, take it out of this world and imagine that you were in, like, a regular fantasy world and you saw one of those things coming. Are you like, is that a good guy or a bad guy? Like, is that good <laughs> or evil? I'm not sure. Like, I know it's extreme something, but I don't know which way. That is, You, you bump this guy
1: and say, that is not true neutral. <laughs> that is not neutral. Nothing neutral about that. There's something going on there, <laughs> and we're not gonna know about it until it's too late. Actually, my favorite thing is that if, if by any chance all their like str- like ropes break, <laughs> just this cathedral falling slowly because definitely the bottom is like being buffeted by wind. And yeah, it just, yeah. Like, floats down. Well, to and the, it,
0: it, it, the thing is, it won't float down. It'll still fall, but it'll yeah. fall slowly. Um, but if it lands, it's going to shatter into nothing. you got to start from scratch. Yeah, it's going to
1: f- all fold up, and you're going to have to unfold it like a tent.
0: Yeah. 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 He, and you know what? Here's the thing, Kevin. I think the people who fall for war lies and no longer have their magic yeah. are the people that have to carry the cathedrals. <laughs>
1: I mean, there, there also might be some places
0: that are like, oh, it's an honor to fly the cathedral. Oh, yeah. There will be differences in culture. I'm just thinking like as part of a pride – yeah. If you can no longer perform the magic, which is basically the most important skill you could possibly have in this world, like in order to still be you like if you're useless in a lion pride, Kevin, they'll kick you out. Yeah,
1: oh my god. I just I just need I need all of our freak beasts out there to <laughs> to get onto Google and just search up gothic architecture or gothic cathedral and just stare at these buildings and imagine <laughs> them. Made fly, of lace and flying, flying through the air. Yeah, I like to believe that they that they do not look like like they look like this. It's just that their their texture is lace. Yeah, um, but they still
0: look all stone and <laughs> yeah. Imagine them flying through the air, strapped to a bunch of like heavily darkly laced <laughs> angel people.
1: All the stained windows showed. show, show uh, there's stained windows that show this exact thing happening. And they're like, <laughs> oh, that was the time that our cathedral had to journey over the dark lands. The lied uh,
0: lands. Right, the dark lands where we banish those who were caught for war lies. <laughs>
1: Though, as I think we said
0: up before, all the leaders are doing war lies. It's just they uh, don't want to be caught. Yeah, they're all doing war lies, uh, but there are – there have to be smaller prides who are less influential – yeah. who are who are trying to get by things honestly Oh my god, I just figured out what has to happen in this world. Every, is it the li- is it
1: the Lion King Kevin? Well, no, it's every 4 years all of these cathedrals <laughs> have to meet up to have the summit. <laughs> absolutely. Which <means> absolutely <laughs> that's true. Which means, well, guess that's the thing, like there's the big cathedrals and these are the ones that are like in charge and they're the ones who and it's it's just this summit of people pontificating and orating and though this is when the rules of the world can be changed this Ab- is when absolutely could be like hey everyone i say for the next 4 years we no longer have to drink water water is no longer necessary for our survival instead we only have to eat grass but there is no grass here. The grass will grow well, if we will it. Well, people are saying, uh, like, hey, that's not fair. I don't live in a grass-heavy area. I live yeah. by the ocean. I yeah. want to be able to drink water. And they're <laughs> That like, salty, salty goodness. Th- I mean, it's just water.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I know. It's I'm more, making a joke, it's, Kevin.
1: Like, it's more fair that – but, like <laughs> – But the image of all these cathedrals meeting up every four years to like, you know, get get the new whoever is in charge. Of this, what do we? What do you
0: call the person well, who's in what, charge? What of I this? think, what I think, Kevin I is no, that. Hang on, it's the president, right? No, no, <laughs> I think we have to keep with our religious imagery and call them like a pontiff or something.
1: Oh yeah, no, it is like the pontiff. I know the pontiff is actually not the highest person in a church,
0: like an archbishop or something. But God is pontiff, just, just a better word. Yeah, it's a good word. Um, also, Kevin, I think that what we need to do is that you know there's this summit, right? Oh no, the
1: pontiff is the pope. Yeah. Oh, no, he's the supreme pontiff. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He's the most important pontiff. Yeah. So um, he used to
1: be called pontiff. Yeah. I just knew I, that there were multiple pontiffs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- mm. I think that it needs to be that way for this world because, you know, there is no centralized system. Uh, uh, they're, they're all prides, right? Well, they're prides. You could have a very large pride, but because their cathedrals fly around, like, they don't really have a territory.
1: Well, I, so I, so
0: I, I I think what the summit does, Kevin, is the people who come out on top of the summit via their uh, bardic magics yeah. or war or war lies, yeah. simply have a larger sphere of influence that can overwrite other cathedral spheres of influence. Well, no,
1: I I, I think I think. I I think that be, we want to keep this political, and I understand yeah. how m- I don't want I don't want it just because Lyon came up later to take over the ca- the case of that. I think it still should be that may- maybe maybe Pontiff is just the the term that we use for the person who gets the most of their own way. So for things that aren't based on the absolute facts of the world, sometimes yeah. you can assign things up to them. I think a lot of places still use their own. Like, yeah, we are roaming prides. That's our thing. We are prides. But yeah. but the entirety of Um This world, or maybe it is just like this continent on this world and it's different for each thing's usually meet up and then they decide what are the rules. Cause that that is so political.
0: What are the literally the functions? of this world going to be for the next four years well and it's it's the stakes that we were talking about before right like there there could be a nuclear war but mm-hmm. we're going to try and talk our way out of it right like uh, that's sort of you're you're changing the rules of the way the world works well every I'm, four years well
1: i'm even just thinking like like this is the sort of thing where obviously the bigger places like we're talking about politics and this will get very deep into it where it's like yeah the bigger cathedral literally has more people talking, has more votes than the yeah. smaller cathedrals, and so the, the so obviously the bigger cathedral, the one with the pontiff in it, a lot more of their things will go through. But if someone comes up and they're really able to get a good grassroots like well, if, if they're able to
0: get other prides on their side,
1: yeah, like this this is at that point we're literally talking about politics, but done in a wild way yeah yeah it's it's a crazy way and i love it kevin yeah no i think i think of all of all the things we've done never have we done a a a version of the third space world generator where we've hit the genre so amazingly clear (laughs) Like this, this, this is this. This is like a wild political cartoon someone made. Where when someone where people are watching and they're like, yeah, I like the flying cathedral. So someone comes in and is like, actually, they're all a reference to the super delegates and how the super delegates work together. And you're like, w- stop. <coughs> I just Wait, like what? I just like the visuals. Yeah, see the members of parliament. Each <laughs> province
0: has their own. Like, no, what do you mean? Stop talking to me. They meet together every four years and through the strength of their combined voices. I <laughs> just
1: like the visuals. They're all pretty angel people. I just like that.
0: It's, it's yeah, like- the, if you look into this world, like, first when you look into it, you're like, that's pretty metal. And then you look deeper and you're like, wow, this cannot be called anything but political fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people describe to you
1: Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, no, no, it beats a lot deeper than you think it does. And you're like, I just like the robots, man.
0: Yeah, or, or when somebody asks you what's happening in your JRPG and you're like, okay, how much time do you have? Because I need to explain the politics of these three nations uh, <laughs> before Fi- I can tell you what happened.
1: Look, in Final Fantasy XV, it's just about a bunch of go- boys who go on a road trip and then their
0: country falls and they're, uh, <laughs> they have to summon and- the gods. <laughs> oh right and the the king's where all the magic comes from what excuse me yeah uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always like bringing up Final Fantasy XV as an idea of this. This, is, this is politics through the wildest lens because they're like yes yeah no it's this country and their rule over this country, this country rebels back uh, against them and usurps them in this way. And also you have to gather the power of the gods to fight back. And you're like, Wait. you know what
0: I, I really want Kevin. Yeah. I want like the people who make Phoenix, right. To make a game in this setting. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> that's what I want. That would, that's I mean, I want, I want,
1: um, uh, Oh, is it, it's not Andy, uh, not Andy Serkis, um, who's the creator of West Wing? It is Aaron Sorkin. I want Aaron yeah. Sorkin to, to write this this TV show.
0: Yeah, this show would have such a crazy budget, it,
1: though. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's written uh it's written by Aaron Sorkin, but it's uh like costume designed and visually designed by Todd McFarlane
0: <laughs> or some like I don't know, like Gucci or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's a cross between Aaron Sorkin, whoever the fuck Gucci is, and Todd McFarlane. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. All right. Well Se- we-
0: Seth Green's in there somewhere, too. Right. Uh, so this could
1: change it because we do have to figure out the title, and we know the title gets one random word in it. That's right.
0: And 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 Kevin, what do you think that word should be? I usually choose. I think you should choose the type I think, of word. I think maybe this time – let's just go for a simple noun. Okay, let hit me hit me with a noun. Let's okay. just get a
1: noun. The noun that I rolled is area, area, area. It's, this this needs to sound like one of those political thrillers because they always have um, such like names that are like so. Like, Their names that are like um, uh, all the president's men, uh, state of yeah.
0: play. Yeah, uh, the Manchurian candidate. Bridge of Spies. I'm I'm seeing a lot of structure, and then like <laughs> job, <laughs> structure uh, job. Uh, what's, that, uh, what's that one?
1: The the Ides of March. I mean, that's just a reference to yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The the thing that popped into my head right away, which I really like. I don't know if we can use, but you said area, and yeah. my brain immediately went Aria, which is a very bardic thing.
1: I uh, I I I think. I, I think we can call it an audible because of how well it fits. It is that it will just be, you know, a – we've decided to switch one vowel or one uh, <laughs> one vowel for another.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're saying aria is the word instead oh, of area? No, oh, I know what it has to be. It's what? aria of influence. Yeah, you're right. It's aria of it's influence. It's aria of
1: influence. Because
0: that is an area. <laughs>
1: yeah, which is an area – oh, no, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. good. It's, it's aria of influence – um, it's, We took a random word. Remove the word, but use the sentence the word appears in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Aria of influence. That is also, by the way, a great name for a metal cover again. Yeah, it's also, I'm
1: pretty sure, a Castlevania game. So,
0: <laughs> hitting
1: it on all sides, dude. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you um, played a castle. Va- <laughs> if this, That would be fitting a Castlevania game. If you're inside the castle and all of a sudden a bunch of, like, Valkyries flew up and picked the castle up on their backs.
0: Flew, flew away with Dracula spouting rhetoric. <laughs> uh.
1: it, it's been 17, not years, since we have seen such
0: majesty as this. Of me, Dracula, upon a flying castle... <laughs> I ask you this, creatures of the night. Did we invade the Belmont's homes? Nay! <laughs> I'm merely pushing forward an order that will impose
1: some very strict embargoes upon any sort of goods from the Belmont home. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we should ban all whips. <laughs> <laughs> The whip market is not in favor for the creatures of the night. I know the Belmonts are importing all the whips, but, but they are getting them from our enemies in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula might be
0: going senile. I mean, this is my favorite version of Dracula. Uh, like, hands, hands down, it's my favorite. <laughs> Uh Drac- Dracula showing up into Parliament and being like, I would like to move to remain garlic from a staple food? Um, <laughs> I just think we should ban garlic altogether. <laughs>
1: we should stop importing garlic. What really yeah, is a good Yeah, and then, boy.
0: like, the werewolf is, like, seconded. And then <laughs> Dracula is like, oh, so I believe silver should be more highly regulated. <laughs> like... <laughs> And the mo- and then the monster
1: hunter hunters are just like, look, if we make silver illegal, we'll just make illegal people
0: have silver. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> so. This is this, is, this is the best fan fiction. This this,
1: um, this this is the first four episodes of every Castlevania series except for the first one, <laughs> where this is the first two episodes of every Castlevania of that series.
0: Yeah, uh, that the, this is a. Uh, I'm down for this. If you're down for Aria of influence like we are, please leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us grow and we appreciate everyone. Yeah. Uh, and you
1: can tell your friends and you can tell us. You can uh, connect us to your friends. Introduce your friends to us. Introduce us to your friends. You can do that on Twitter. I'm at Weir. I'm at MightyThews. And together we're at ThirdSpaceCast. Spacecast. You can check out our website,
0: thirdspacepodcast.com. And you can uh, send us an email, thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space for the second half of this episode. We're bringing home leftovers. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.